I'm like, you stated earlier you were ready to die. I really was. And then, so, okay, so my friend Joshua, him and I, we have this conversation um, to where it's like, if you were to die right now, would you be satisfied with your life? Like, everything you did, are you okay I'm with, not, like, today being your last day? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, like, it's weird. I'm not even scared. I'm not scared of, like, death. Like, if I was to die today, I would. Hi everybody, welcome to Endless Wonder. Today yes. we have an interview with us. His and name is Blake, the homies. Yay! <laughs> he is Shy's friend, so please introduce. How do you guys know each other? And yes, hi. <laughs> Dude, how long have we been friends? I feel like it's been, okay, so four, what is it, like five years of college now. Mm -hmm. Um. So five years and then plus high school, when do we meet? We're in 10th or 11th grade? I think we were in 10th. 10th? Yeah. So it's been a minute. Like three, five, eight years? Yeah. Wow. About, it's been, been some time now. But like after high school, we didn't see each other a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a sweetheart though. How's it been now? Do you guys still hang out or every now and then? Really? <clears throat> every time I see her, it's like, it'd be random, but I'm always happy to see her. Very, yeah. I, um, the last time we hung out, that was really fun. Um, he kind of went on. He went on a date with me, kind of. Well, it was my partner, and he was going on a date, <laughs> and then I hit up Blake so he can hang out with me. And so we we're like skating in Hollywood. I think you told me about that. Yeah, so that was really fun. I think that was like the last time we really hung out. Oh yeah, I remember that. And that was cool. Dude, she had this like long, long fur coat. She was just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sassy. Yes, yeah, that's, that's always an issue. That's and that's why you get people like this who are just so patient and sweet. <laughs> because I know I'm a very annoying person, so <laughs> it's okay. That's hilarious. Hey, but it's the ones that like really love you that gotta stand by you. Yeah. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I go to school and... <laughs> What do you, what is your major? I'm a fine arts major. Fine arts, cool. yeah. What do you hope to do with that? Um, well, after that, I'm going to try to open a gallery, open multiple galleries. Mm -hmm. An art so, gallery? Yeah, multiple art galleries, you know, for other artists, and then also have my own personal gallery for people to come see. And then also, I have a minor in medical science. So oh nice, okay. I'm also working at a hospital right now. Oh good. So that's kinda what I'm doing right about now. That's interesting. Do you wanna be like a nurse? Well, not a nurse, but like well what exactly? At first I wanted to be a nurse and then I met this doctor and then he was like, I like you. You're cool. Um so basically I kinda walk around with him all walk around with that physician all day and he like teaches me the ropes and I think I might go to school to become a physician. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how long have you been working on that? Or how long have you been shadowing him? A couple of months. Months? Okay. Yeah. Very, how do you like it? It's cool and now I understand why, like, you know, doctors aren't, like, mean to their patients, mm -hmm. but they are mean to the nurses because mm -hmm. the nurses are annoying and they're always doing something random. Really? Yeah, like just random. Like what? Like just what? random and just like, they're just 
some nurses aren't meant to be nurses mm -hmm. they're just nurses because of the check and they're just like mean they're like really mean for no reason and i feel like you shouldn't be a nurse if you don't have a kind nature in your okay. heart because, you, have to, yeah. you know like if you care for others it doesn't even matter if you don't like that patient if he's just being annoying and you know doesn't want to take his medicine it's because you have that kindness in your heart you're going to be patient with him and mm -hmm. then, you know you kind of yeah like, have you ever had like a crazy thing happen to you while you're working or like have they ever called a code or anything? Oh, code blue was, was just cardiac arrest. Yeah. I worked in medical records and it's kind of like weird that like when I hear that or like I, I'm in charge of like um, organizing discharges and stuff like that. Okay. So basically I see people's expiration like every other day, so it's kind of weird. It's mm -hmm. kind of weird, like now that I think about it, like so many people die a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to you guys, it's kind of just like oh, it's yeah, it's starting to feel normal. Like I'm like oh god. Did it affect you like the first couple times or not at all? No, not until like like some of the records that you put together, because records are like four hundred to a thousand pages or more. Oh wow. Um. There's like these pictures, like they take pictures when you die. Okay. They take pictures of you. So I've seen some like really gross stuff. Interesting. It doesn't bother me. I don't have like a weak stomach or anything. And I, I can actually look at like like somebody's body being opened. Mm -hmm. But if you have that movie, the movie makeup, like that stuff, that stuff makes me nauseous. Really? really? Because makeup makes me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> what does makeup make you nauseous? I guess if you if you don't do it right and you your face looks oily and like pasty like someone took an acrylic brush and went. How do I look? <laughs> you look perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you look yeah. Super I, I feel like yeah. I'm like, am I making you nauseous? <laughs> no, you have, you have makeup on. Yeah. Oh, like, super, super natural. I was just okay. about to say like just the lip. A little bit. Yeah. Like I just tr I don't try to do a lot because I'm like I don't want my skin to go through all that. So yeah, I just do my good. eyebrows. And yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Uh, I for I I know it's makeup, but like when someone just puts like lip you know lip stuff or eyebrows i don't think that's too much i'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with putting a like a lot on your face some people do that that's okay but like if you're wearing lipsticks and you got your eyebrows done then i think that's perfect <laughs> like i like that that much makeup yeah a, i feel like the three staple things are like your eyebrows eyelashes and lipstick and then like you can go on mm -hmm. you know like then the rest is like your features that you know <laughs> I have a good question. So, from now working in the hospital or just seeing what you're seeing, have you seen any difference in you as a person, whether it's your mentality or just how you look at life? Um, no, because I've always been like, well, you can hear how I speak. It's like, um, this is just there. Mm -hmm. Like, un unless it's someone really close to me, if I see someone die, it doesn't sounds depressing but I, it doesn't really bother me like that what about the workload like skills have you picked up anything new like any differences at all um hmm. well i have been taking a bunch of different like medical courses and classes so um like let's see the simplest one could be the ekg or ECG, which stands for electrical cardiogram, which is the machine that um, tracks your 
your heart rate. Okay. But there's 45 different heart rhythms, and you have to memorize them and be able to interpret them. I didn't even know that. But usually the machines nowadays kind of tell you, but, you know, if you just look at it or someone gives you, like, the strip, mm -hmm. it, you should be able to interpret it. That's important. I like that she said how, like, the machines nowadays, they kind of tell you. Um, but even with me, like, my major, we do a lot of stuff on Excel. Mm -hmm. And the professor says it all the time. Like, yeah, Excel can tell you everything. Or, like, you can use a machine to give you the answers. But you should still know, like, that background information. Oh, yeah. Work. And a lot of people are kind of, like, dependent and only, like, oh, the machines can do it. Or this, this, and that. So yeah. that's how far we should take it. You know? And I think that's, what is the word? Um yeah it's like um making us more handicap or okay. whatever the term is something like that no. so it just depend on machines for information or to do things i can't do that because eventually we will we'll be like useless as humans and we gotta like you see the movie wally yes. like, everybody got like super huge and like they couldn't they just press a button and like lay like, down for the rest of their lives I mean, as fun as that sounds, I like being active. I like, like, achieving something or, like, having a really long day and mm -hmm. then like, yes, like, I really did all that. Yes. Going back it's home great. to bed is <laughs> the best part. Waking up and already thinking about coming back home. That's me every day. That's literally what gets me through my day sometimes. Like, I'll wake up, I'm like, I'm so excited to go to sleep tonight. I can't wait. Every time I get home, I'm like, I know, I like leave the house and I'm like, oh, the cats, I miss them. I was like, I'll go back. Like, I'm at the door and I'm like, oh, come back. I'll come back. <laughs> yeah. I was having a conversation the other day with my friend because we were talking about the movie um, iRobot. Yeah. Um, and so the whole idea of like robots taking over the world and so on and so forth. So I have like this theory or whatever when it comes down to robots taking over the world or machines or but how I feel like it's gonna happen is that they're gonna take over the world based off of like our dependency on them so like the more we get dependent by them like the more we're so used to it as a society like we build and grow off of it like the moment that they just shut off like it's the end of the world you feel me like well not the end of the world it's gonna you know end but like that's when that's how we're gonna lose our mind because we got we got so built and used to technology we're not gonna be able to do anything without exactly you know how like when a while ago when facebook and instagram went down and those were only like social apps and people were tripping out now imagine if the machines in your hospital went down how many people would die or how many people like Whoa. would freak out or they literally die <laughs> well, yeah, there's, there's like there's more than like a hundred and something nurses in the hospital and there's like you know we always take precautions for things like that like we have like the generator like um if the generator they have a generator test so if they like turns off all the power okay. there. you know some people are on respirators so once that happens there is um, an outlet a red outlet you put it in there and that's like that but if that doesn't work you have to manually do it mm. And you like take their tube and you put like this little thingy. You have to be pumped. Yeah, you have to pump, but you have to. You can't just like pump it. You have to pump it the way their heart goes. <laughs> you just do this. Little... X, X zero, X, X circle, triangle, R one. <laughs> delete, delete, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, dude, no, that's not for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> No 
my cousin Senya, um, she's a scribe at an emergency room. A so scribe? A scribe is like when you go, when you just follow the doctor and you write down like mm. everything, I guess, that they say. And she was telling me like some of her traumatic like experiences. And one guy, um, okay, so it was like a guy and the girl, his girlfriend's brother ran him over he like cornered him he he cornered him against the wall and hit him with the car and then when the people like he left after and the people let's say it was this house so we came out like the people came mm -hmm. out and they like tried to help him and then finally like the ambulance came but when he came to the like hospital she said that they were like trying to like um do like cpr on him but his chest was like just like flimsy like in and out like everything like everything was just broken like organs were destroyed and all these things and like when she was telling me i was just like ah i can't imagine that's crazy dude. i can't imagine yeah there's i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to help i watch a lot of weird things but i've never seen anything in person and i want to one day like i want to because i want to see <laughs> Like I, I do. Like I don't want. I don't want it to be mean, Sally, you know, or like someone that I know. But I want to see how it is because it's a different feel. Like I can stomach all this weird stuff. I go to sleep about like listening to true crimes and like horrible things. But like I don't. I haven't experienced it in person. What's the worst thing you've ever seen in person? Yeah, I don't think you want to. I don't think you. Well, I, I mean, I, I know. Once, once you experience those things, it like. I'm pretty sure it's gonna mess with me. It numbs you out. Like at first you're gonna be tripping, but it numbs you out. Like, like when you see, see dead bodies every day. So, and it still bothers me. Like, even if like I seen someone put the sheet over the person, and then they were moving it by me, and I'm you know grabbing my papers and stuff, and touch me, and I was like, oh my god, I would start tripping if someone the hand just went. Imagine <laughs> that would be crazy. You know, I don't know. Like, I know it will have some type of effect, whether it's making me more numb to the situation. But I'm very curious about all aspects of life. Like, for example, with when my um, when someone important in my life had passed away, and like it was my first funeral, first time seeing like a dead body. I really wanted to just take my time and stand there and stare and just look at this. It was open casket. It was an open casket. Yeah, but you know. It's an open funeral, so there's all these other people. But I wanted to have that, like, I was I was sad and everything, but there was a strong, curious part of me that was just like, damn. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, there's a dead body right in front of me. Like, it used to have so much life. Like, I was, I, basically, he raised me, or it was a really huge part of my life. So just seeing. And now they're here. Like yeah, exactly. It just sparked some type of curiosity, but. I don't know. I know it will fuck me up. Josiah said he saw a car crash with, I think, um, someone that was on a motorcycle. And that person died. Like, I'd rather him tell the story. I've seen somebody get run over, but it wasn't too bad. I was waiting for the bus at work, like for work, and then I was just looking, and literally that same day, I was like, huh, like, everybody has, like, different lives going on around us, and nobody, like, acknowledges each other. Then I'm just, like, looking out, and, like, somebody's crossing the street, and, like, <gasps> the car comes, and he, like, jumps, like, not jumps, but, like, gets hit, and, like, it jumps across, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and then he just gets up, and he says, yelling with the other person and the driver starts crying and then everyone starts talking to me like what just happened and I'm like I don't know I don't like watching crashes I like let it be over and 
in traffic, and he like, as soon as he got past and his tail was about to get into the street, some dude smacked his tail, he spun. Oh. He spun like maybe four times and then hit a fence, and I'm like, did I do that? Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Just in case. That's oh crazy. my god. But I've, I've been in a crash to where um, we were supposed to die. Oh, well, good like, thing you didn't. We like we were coming from Big Bear and the brakes stopped working. Ooh. We were coming down a hill. So oh. and we have a truck, and then we tried to use the shoulder to stop the car. But it's a four by four vehicle, so it just went up the hill and it flipped. Ooh. It went to, it flipped, and we were like kind of close, like we were maybe like twenty feet away from the edge. So if we slid, we would have like it just landed on the landed on the um, the top of the car, so it was upside down. And the lady that was with us, that was also in the car, it was like five of us. Um, she she was recording the trip home, and. Basically, the whole time I'm, I'm listening to myself speak, you know, my voice sounds so monotone. So I'm like, okay, is everybody all right? <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm just upside down, I'm like. <laughs> so I get out, and I'm like the first one to get out for some reason, even though I'm in the middle. Because um, one of the kids, I think he like fucked his neck up. Um. And then the other dude, he was fine, and then he's, they told him if, like, he had like this weird pinched nerve. So if he was like they they wanted him to stay still because if he moved the wrong way he could have been paralyzed from the neck down. And uh, the driver he was tripping like he 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 got out of the car and just started yelling like just just a noise <gasps> like he's gonna right. go super saiyan or something yeah and, like this dude is in shock and my ass is like everybody's like you need to sit down Blake and I'm like no I'm cool I need like banana and water someone got me a banana and water too that's good yeah and um, they wanted me to go to the hospital but I was like nah good I don't want to go to the hospital how long ago was this a year ago a year oh. it was like a year ago and I was like um, that's so scary because I know the mountain coming down from Big Bear it's like I these, cannot imagine it was it was weird mm -hmm. like like just seeing the truck go and my neck was just kind of, you know, long neck. Just <laughs> so I took a, I took a sweater and I just I was like, forget that. I tied that shit around my neck. Like at that moment, next day straight, I was cool. That's and, smart. Yeah, I was scared, and then at the same time, I wasn't. I, I was ready to die. But nobody, nobody got really, really hurt, though. No, not really. This kid, this kid had this like cut on his face from the class. It was like gross. Nobody really got hurt though. That's good. Like, I didn't come out with a scratch on my body. You said you were sitting in the center, right? Yes. Mm. I didn't come out with a scratch at all. Like wow. not even a bruise. There, when you're done, who was the youngest or how old was the youngest person in there? Um, Did you mention a kid? So is a kid he was like twelve. He was like twelve. Oh, wow. he, he's big for twelve though. He's, he's like he'd be a linebacker. If he ran at me and hit me, I would probably fall. You just survived that. He can probably survive football. <laughs> yeah. No, he could do it. No, when the car was leaking out oil. Yeah, that's. And cool. everybody's sitting down, and this kid's like, my iPad. And I'm like, 
<laughs> you just almost died. You're thinking about your iPad. Same though. So I was like, okay. My dumbass thought an iPad. Yeah, yeah. That's an eye patch. Not an iPad. <laughs> no. Well, I'm an iPad too, but. I went back to the car for his iPad too, and everybody's like, that shit could have blew up. You could have died. I'm like. You stated earlier you were ready to die. I really was. And then, so, okay, so my friend Joshua, him and I, we have this conversation um, to where it's like, if you were to die right now, would you be satisfied with your life? Like, everything you did, are you okay with, like, today being your last day? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, like, it's weird. I'm not even scared. I'm not scared of, like, death. Like, if I was to die today, I would... That would be my day, and I mm-hmm. accept it. I accept, I accept, like, I accept, like, just, I don't know. What do you think has led you to be, like, so calm about it? I've been in so many, like, weird situations where I could have died, and okay. I'm like, huh, I must be really, like, leapfrogging death. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, huh. It's like, like, I've been to parties where they, like, shoot, and, like, literally people someone was in literally like that close to me girl got hit in the leg she got hit in the leg she didn't die though she's great someone did die that night though mm. yeah i guess it's always some dude that like starts tripping at a party like ah, can't get no girls oh, <sighs> yeah probably won't go partying with me no no, no, no. This was when I was in like I was like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was like fifteen, and I also you learn to not. I didn't know that till someone told me. He was like, "Wait, didn't you know you're not supposed to go to parties on Western?" And I'm like, <laughs> "In the hood, right?" Dude, I'm. But then again, you know, I feel like being raised in that environment as well kind of makes death seem just a little bit more normal than average. Because in my building, like, people got shot up. I remember when my family came to visit, like, um, we were walking down the street to go to the store. And when we crossed the street, I was like, oh, yeah, someone got shot and died the other day over here. And they're like, what the fuck? And to me at that age, you know, being in middle school, high school, I was like, that's normal. You just got to be lucky to live another day. You're you're used to chaos. It's, it's It's not something you should be used to, but if you are... It just becomes like a callous. That's so a harsh feel. reality. Mm-hmm. You just become numb to it. Yeah. It's like that's what you have to struggle. And then there's other people that are like struggling different ways. Mm-hmm. It's I like what you said about being used to chaos. Because, like, for me, I was born in like chaos. <laughs> like, my childhood was very chaotic. And so for me now, like, my life doesn't have to be chaotic. But I will always try to find a way to make it chaotic because I'm so used to <laughs> That's your face. the chaos. Yeah, it's just like I need that like issue because I I'm, I was used to it. Like if nothing's going on, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm bored. Yeah. I'm not saying that I need to be around gunfire and stuff like that, but I just there I'm so used to an issue. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree with that. Just. I don't even know where, where like just me being calm about things are from. I don't know where that came from. People think I smoke like a lot, but I don't. No? I don't smoke at all. Do you drink? Yes. A lot? 
This week, yes. <laughs> I've never drank okay. so much ever. I've been. It feels like. It feels like a long ass day. This this is what this week felt like. Oh no. I'm like, huh? Hey, get up. Huh? What are we doing? Oh, strip club. I don't want to go to strip club. Walk us through your 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 week. You're ending it with an interview. Uh. So how did it start? Day one. Um. Let's see. It started before my birthday, which is. I don't even understand that one. I woke up, went to work. I was just chilling. And then my boss was like, he was like, huh, your birthday's coming up. And I'm like, huh, you remember my birthday? This wow. is at the hospital? Yeah. Okay. And then he was like, uh, well, he's like, well, this is Friday. So he's like, well, have a good weekend. So we're leaving. And um, my brother called me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, at the moment, on the toilet and he was like well get dressed I'm taking you out and I'm like I don't know what that means because it could be either really sus or really like really crazy took me to the strip club I don't really like strippers like that I don't I like ass <laughs> <laughs> I like ass but um no, I don't, I don't really like strippers like that. They, they kind of make me feel uncomfortable.